As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm Josh Giddy, and I'm down to dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hustle, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Poku, and I'm down to dunk. I love cereal. Captain Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Crackling Oat Brand. Oh, I can have these. I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a hog most of them. Good morning and welcome to episode one, one, four, two of down to dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke. Join this morning, my Andrew. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. Taylor. Futures made of virtual insanity now always seem to be governed by this love we have for useless twisting all new technology. Oh, now there is no sound. Slap through. Jay. Thanks, Luke. Right on time, baby. <laughs> That's a great song. That's such a good song. Man, he's sliding around that room. Oh yeah! How do they do it? They still don't know. Uh, virtual technology. I mean, virtual exam. Wow! Shout out to Miguel Devella who is uh, listening from the Philippines. It's evening there, morning here, evening there. And uh, OKC Thunder. I did. You just couldn't hear it because he did. Yeah, it's Jay. He did. Uh, also, uh, someone named OKC Thunder, which could be the whole Thunder team, says good afternoon from Greece. So. Um, Dang. Why are they in Greece? Who are they scouting? Poku's stepbrother. Or Giannis. 
The Lost no. Honest Brother. No, don't do it. No. All right. No thunder news that has not been covered has happened. Yes. <laughs> we do have the 12th pick, which we haven't talked about in the show that happened. Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp, which is we, officially in the NBA. We preemptively yeah. talked about it last week, and it was correct. It just never made sense for him to go back to Kentucky. What? Nobody ever has this opportunity on the horizon and says, you know what? One more year of college. Let me delay it for... <laughs> I could be a top, top five, five, seven pick right now. Or I could go play for Kentucky and, and underachieve. And maybe, yeah, maybe he is not good. Like, there's the possibility that he's not good. That he's not going to be a good pro. And he shows that at Kentucky. And then... And then what? Yeah, and then you lose. You think that. about even you're like BJ a, Boston, and you get picked. Yeah, 50th. I was about to say, there's yeah. always that guy. Even Patrick Baldwin this year. Like, yeah, if he would have got, been able to go straight from high school to the pros, he probably would have a higher NBA up. Like thought, people would think of him higher. Or if than, he sat out, if he just sat yeah. out the whole year, people would be like, "This, this is a lottery yeah. pick. He's huge. He can shoot. This is great." Yeah. Yep. No. Good choice, Shaden. But there is the playoff choice. basketball. Oh, some good ones. There this, are some good this ones. This first round. It's this been set so first fun. Round What's your favorite series amazing. so far? I don't know. I They're all pretty fun in their own way. I've, I have outrageously enjoyed this Mavericks Jazz series just yeah. because it's essentially the the Mavericks role players beating the full strength jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like this is This is it, this wild. is everything everyone says about the jazz all year it's long. It's crumbling every year. I mean I sat down and I did like my own bracket and I sat and looked at that one for a long time because I'm like the jazz on paper are so much better than the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. But there's just something you just it's like I just didn't I couldn't I couldn't write Utah on it. Like I just couldn't do I don't, it. I, so I haven't watched any of that series because I genuinely have a disdain for the jazz yeah it's actually a great series to watch if because you, you have Perfect. a disdain for the jazz and it's always the one that's like playing simultaneously on nba tv yes yes I, for me I, and i'm just pulling for the grizzlies for a lot of reasons uh and so that's the series i've been watching which last night holy smokes. most definitely paid off Man. yeah the timberwolves came out on fire and then completely fell apart in the fourth quarter and the Grizzlies won by 10 after being down 26. Yeah. Uh, the Wolves are going to be the Wolves. Carl Anthony Towns had four, but we'll save that for a little bit later. Four you can shots. hit my... Go ahead, hit Tayshawn's right now. Tayshawn's back to a bigger in victory. Because we've already talked about it. Tayshawn's back to a bigger in victory. Carl Anthony Towns sucks. I would be so <laughs> mad if I was a Minnesota fan. I would be. Uh, there yeah. was a cl- okay uh, in the fourth quarter when Towns was gonna take a three, pump faked, defender was in his face, so he travels. Right, they go straight to a Minnesota fan, and he looks so sad. They're not even mad or angry. He's just so depressed and sad, and that is the Towns experience when games have mattered with him mm-hmm. and it's been so long he took four shots last night took four shots that's like the the guy that the wolves have been building around for the last six years now he took four shots oh, russell westbrook would have had 30 he took four shots you know who took more shots than him jared Ever- vander everybody else <laughs> nazir reed took one more shot than him 
in 10 minutes of play. I love Nas. I'm a big Nas Reed guy. You know who else played in this game? Greg Monroe played six seconds in this game. Took more shots. <laughs> he took 80 <laughs> shots. <laughs> no, but um, uh, Russell took 21 shots. Here's a stat yeah. for you. Four times five doesn't even equal 21. Wow. That's, that's math. That's called a stat. It's called straight math. Uh, Anthony Edwards took 13 shots. He needs to get more shots off in 40 minutes. Yeah. Why are the Wolves... Why are the two best players on the Wolves not taking freaking shots? Anthony yeah. Edwards plus, ja- plus Towns field goal attempts. Here's another stat. Does not <laughs> equal D'Angelo Russell's field goal attempts. That's insane. That is yeah. insane. That's a problem. Especially in a game when they are up so big. And then Memphis is coming back. Get the ball to Towns and Edwards and well, have them do They just some let stuff. go of the rope like completely. Like, they did. They, they lost and, physicality within the game. They lost everything. Carl Anthony Towns was also out on the bench for a large part of that because of foul trouble. Him and yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr. So Chris Finch after the game, because somebody asked him that, like why in the world would Cat only have four shots? And Chris Finch immediately blamed or, or gave credit to the defense of Memphis where like they're just swarming him all across the... And for me, I'm yeah. like, that's a weak excuse. So weak. You think he's the first player that has been the focal point of a defense <laughs> yeah Dirk Nowitzki only averaged three points a game in the playoffs right yeah they double Jokic look at Jokic look what Golden State's doing <laughs> exactly. to Jokic every single play exactly Jokic gets the ball double team every time the He's thing is still that getting you points. can run another action after yeah, the first right. yeah. yeah and I think the other thing that's for Carl Anthony Towns the thing that is the craziest about that is he's the possibly if not the best shooting big man there's yeah. ever been he won the three-point contest so yeah. minimally okay so they're swarming him down low and so we can't get easy looks at the basket use him to spread the floor yes yeah, yeah. and, and then get Pick edwards to move toward the basket like it's it, crazy and he was three of four it's not like he missed all four shots yeah i would rather have been if i was a timberwolves fan i'd rather his stat line be like three of 12 or 15 so, but yeah so i have sad. this picture to show you it's so sad of this guy <laughs> everything that cat has done <laughs> tells us like his whole career is that if he had 12 shots more than likely he's going to shoot 50 percent on those right? yeah like yeah. that's the thing is you just have to figure it out it's not an excuse to say that they're defending it well yeah let alone the fact that they're defending it like jaron jackson jr is a good defender He's, mm-hmm. he's obviously a good rim protector. Brandon Clark is the other guy they're using a lot on him, and then they are. But he should be able to do more against They've had, guys. It's not like he's new to this team. He's been there <laughs> the whole time. It's like you should know how to use Cat in all these different situations. Yeah, but and some Towns, of, you some should of that's also on him. know how to do some it. Of that's on, on, I think all of it is on There's him. an aggressiveness all of that it is he, on him. he lacks as far as getting yeah. his own shot. I think you'll see it in game four. I don't think it'll matter. I think the, the Grizzlies will... Yeah, de- they're so demoralized. There's no way you leave that game and you're like, all right, we'll see you in game four. Like, nope, they're going to come out flat. Yeah, I mean, that be. video of him saying, like, they're in Minnesota now. They're in our house now. Yes, that's great. And then he, what, just doesn't take shots? What kind of leader is that? Listen he's, to this. He's, he's gonna, not the leader. 
Yeah, he's not. Pat it's Bev's cr- a leader, which every team that Pat <laughs> Bev's been a part of, that he's been the leader, even though he's, what, fifth best player on their team, it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, when he's bringing the ball up the court, when it's Pat Bev bringing the ball up the court, you just to me, you just know that there's a problem. Like, he needs he needs to be the wing spacer, too. Like, yeah. That's what his skill is. It's not being a point guard. Like, why are you letting Pat Bev initiate the offense? Like, that, that also killed me, because that happened yeah. a lot last yeah. night. Oh, yeah. He was taking a lot of, like... Relief shots, too, for that team. Listen, during, during that third quarter run, they took some of the dumbest shots. Just some of Well, the they also dumbest. started missing everything, too. Like, Anthony Edwards had a few wide-open threes that he didn't hit. Beasley, too. Yeah, Beasley was like They went on, like, a 21 nothing run. Yeah, I think. Yeah. It was what? The Memphis outscored them 47-13 to 13 or something in the fourth quarter. Like, let me find it. Cause, um, Here, while you're looking at that, listen to this. Uh, this is from StatMuse, which... Whatever about that account, but this is interesting. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns hasn't scored since uh, six minutes and 49 seconds left in the first quarter. Then the next time he made a shot was three minutes and 36 seconds into the fourth quarter. That's 38 game time minutes. That's between, unbelievable. That's, and my guy, John K., John Krasinski from The Office, that guy. Um, the Wolves <coughs> the Wolves were up 25 with three minutes to go in the third. Memphis closed the game 50 to 13. 50 to 13. That's demo- that is that's which the thing about it is that's we knew the Grizzlies have that in them, right? Yeah, yeah. And definitely. they do that in and one of the things that you constantly hear about the Grizzlies is they struggle in half court. They benched Adams. Yeah. Which is wild. We like didn't even talk about that, and I Shout can't out imagine to that feels on great. That one. Yeah, probably smart. Uh, Very smart. Although it didn't really work well for their starting unit in both the first and second half, but it eventually, towards the end, it really worked. Yeah. yeah. So, but doing that and and watching this Grizzlies team, like one of the things that they did is they started getting and Desmond Bain, man, he was awesome. He's got a wild. I mean, his. I can't get over how small he's his arms are, mm-hmm. but he just shoots with unbelievable confidence. And they were getting him where the defense wasn't able to set up, mm-hmm. so they were. It wasn't necessarily transition, but it was definitely one of those things where it was early enough in the shot clock. And yeah, he, when he started hitting, it was like, and it's going to be. And over. that's just yeah. a dude that needs like no space to get a shot off. To. None. It's because yeah. he's got tiny arms, but they're very big. They it's like all his big. arm length goes to his biceps. Yes, he is. Anyway, but he's uh, <laughs> he's awesome. Dylan Brooks wasn't great and hasn't been great, which I, I was always kind of a Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks has a very Russell Westbrook-like demeanor about himself. Like, I've always thought that about Dylan Brooks. Yeah, I kind of feel like he, he hit that like huge Dion three a little in the bit. fourth. He did. But before that, yeah. he was yeah. kind of, eh. He was not good. Yeah. Yeah. That oh my god! That three came right after Towns traveled to uh, with like a minute. That something. travel where he it was the up and down yes, travel where yes. Like, oh, man. I mean he's done that a thousand times though. Normally he just keeps that foot down, but apparently yeah. he did not that time. And that was like complaining. Cat's like, complaining is makes me the maybe most uncomfortable in the league because he's like. And here's the deal: like, I actually have historically liked Cat, and you know we've the yeah. Thunder have played him so many times. Yeah. And he normally destroys us, right? Yeah. Like, almost always. And uh, But, man, that was not his... This has not been a series that is really... Well, really from the beginning, that Clippers game, he mm-hmm. was non-existent in that game. 
Yeah, he fouled out. Yeah, and but even before that, he was just yeah. They just shut him down. Yeah, and, and so apparently the Grizz took that blueprint and were like, "All right, good luck." Would you so, trade? Would you trade him for Siakam? Yeah. Oh yeah. You think? Do you oh, think the Raptors would do that? I don't know, but if you're the Wolves, that would be way better. Even though he's old, uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. And then you could use Nas Reed, I guess, more. Yeah, if you're big. Do you think Siakam is okay? This is a bad question. That's no, I don't think question. they would. I don't think the Raptors would do that. I'm just trying to think of like what what trade would make sense for Towns. I don't think they move him. I think they probably should though. Yeah, if you could get something really good, I'd I'd build around Ant and somebody yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 I, mean, the I Grizz, feel the Grizz are not. Let's transition it because I feel I felt the same way about the Jazz last night when yeah. you watch the Jazz without Rudy, like the paint opened up. Donovan Mitchell was able to get where he needed to go on the court, and you just think if you were able to distribute that talent in a different way, mm-hmm. maybe things would be a little bit. And different. defensively too, they kept talking about Rudy Gobert's back on the court, so and their defense has really been locking down the Mavs. And they just adjust the way that their guards are playing without and then, question, and then they and easily they, score, and then they pull them again. And yeah. then they pulled Rudy how many again. how many times have we watched Rudy Gobert? Now here's the deal: as far as a shot blocker, rim protector, he's the best in the league. Still, yeah, he's the best. Yeah, best drop big in the league. It, Easy, but that is not something that really has sustained in the playoffs. Like it doesn't matter because if you can matter. get to the if you can get to uh, any sort of floater mid range shot, Chris Paul just embarrasses Rudy Gobert every time they yeah. play. Yeah, and yeah. so they know what to do. Like, yeah. hey, you can. If you attack and then draw back to where he's out of position, and and you can shoot the mid range, it's why it's why OKC could not yeah. punish Gobert. Who are the who are the centers that actually matter in the playoffs that like really perform and need to be there the whole game? It's like Embiid, Jokic, maybe DeAndre Ayton, depending on the situation. Ayton, yeah, I would say Ayton, but he functions well within their team, right? Like he fits their team. If, if you threw Gobert. On the Suns instead of Aiton, mm-hmm. we'd be having the same conversation and about Aiton him. Aiton can pick and pop. He can do all sorts of stuff with whatever. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a for. far more versatile offensive player, and that's what you have to have at the big position. That's why it's like you look at guys like Chet versus I don't know what's the Durin. guy from Auburn or Duran or yeah Walker Kessler. Yeah, Walker. Yeah. Yeah. And then Williams from Duke, where it's like those guys are spot guys. You can't, yeah. If you're trying to base your entire, you just get ready for smaller lineups because you have to have a diversified offensive game. Yeah. That's what makes him beat incredible. He hit a stupid three pointer to win the game against Toronto in overtime, so right? Like, yeah, that's Jokic ridiculous. can do everything. He can so run your fun. point. He can play your high post. He can play your low post. He, you know, it's like you have to have that because Gobert's just showing, and, and which leads to the question, like. What opportunity is out there? I know people have always talked about he, how he'd fit with the Hornets. That's the one that people keep going back to. And that's because the Hornets have historically never had a big that mattered. Mm-hmm. But what's the market for Gobert this offseason if they try to move him? What about Gobert for Towns? I don't know, man. I watched them last night. They don't have – they need to get more shooting if you add Gobert. But or the or Jazz they, would love that, I think. Or what, if they play Gobert yeah. like, okay, yeah, you can come here, but – Sometimes we're going to play you 10 minutes. Yeah, what game. they did was like what Steven Adams had to have. Like, yeah, yeah. Which, Gobert's not going to handle that. Has he shown anything no. in his career to make you think he has the self-awareness to be able to say? He, he's part of why the Jazz locker room is falling apart. That's what I was going to say. Like, Are the Jazz going to lose Donovan Mitchell because of Gobert? I think the Jazz are 
I th- I think that Danny Ainge is going to just completely pull apart this team this summer. Well, and then David Thorpe, I don't know if you heard this. I think it was on Zach Lowe's podcast where he had mentioned that like there's an understood pretty much from everybody that Quinn Snyder is going to leave this offseason. I'm like, yeah. is that where did I San Antonio? Dang. Oh, really? What would make sense? I yeah. actually think San Antonio might make sense for Gobert just because I don't know. I think about the international and the French connection and all those different things, which is also a movie, I think, right? It is. Yeah. A lovely one. Anyway, I, a lovely one. I don't know. I don't know what you do with that team. You <coughs> everything you do is Donovan Mitchell. All right, so let's reset this. And you have some pieces. I don't know what their draft capital is going forward. Uh, but that is a team. I don't know what they would have that OKC would want per se, but it is a team like if they're trying to amass some sort of assets to recreate the team. And Sam has worked with Danny Ainge before. Mm-hmm. Like that could be a team where if, I don't. And I, don't, I like I said, I don't know what you would want from them, but for a draft pick that they could use to get somebody that fits better, or I don't know. That's just a team that might have some availabilities for trade partnerships this off season. So outrageous hypothetical. Sam Presti calls us into his office and he says, Perfect. "Hey guys, listen, I'm going to make a trade this summer, and it's going to be for Towns or Gobert." I have all the assets for them. You have to decide which one because I can't. I can't. I can't figure it out. He can't decide. He needs. I. I don't know who. Who do you guys want? We need you guys to decide. And disclaimer: This is not going to happen. The Thunder are not going to make a trade for any for either one of these guys this summer. Even if both are available, people are going to be going wild on Twitter about it. Don't be the person going wild on Twitter about it because it's not going to happen. However, hypothetical. Still in play. Towns. You, we have to pick one. Yeah, probably Towns. Just the we skill go, go set. Bear. Give me your go bear argument. Because I just feel like we have always needed a really good center that we like can play because we have things where like can't play Perkins, can't you know, and so can't play Cantor, can't play. We needed one that's really good. That's why. Mm. Him. But wouldn't you want Towns as the offensive player, like the guy that can space? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. 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 Also, I feel like we just made the argument for why you can't play Gobert. Oh, I'm ready. We can. We can. Oh, we they can. can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I would. I I guess I would say Towns. Just but that video from last night. I'm just done. I'm over yeah, it. It's pretty I'm, bad. That's. Did you see his stuff like throughout the year too? He has some streaming channel. Yeah, it's he's he is uh, he's he's very very corny. And he is very corny. He's clearly tried to be more of that like alpha guy since the Jimmy Butler. It's just not happened. him. Yeah. So fake. you can't change who you are. Like no. ultimately, like he is who he is, and yeah. But that's okay if you go to a team that has a clear organizational like culture that doesn't mm-hmm. depend upon him. Yeah, it's it's hard. Like you don't know what towns would. This is I've had this argument with anybody that goes to the Kings where it's like, yeah. th- Tyrese Halliburton should be thankful. I can't believe he was sad that he left Sacramento because Mm -hmm. how many times have you seen a guy that goes to an organization that's dysfunctional Mm -hmm. unhealthy and they never can be what they potentially could have been right Mm -hmm. that's why for me is I'm like if Carl Anthony Towns is drafted by you know insert whatever other team if he's drafted by Portland or if he's drafted by San Antonio Mm -hmm. I don't know if we have the same conversation about him and the thing about Oklahoma City that would be encouraging and it's not going to happen just clarifying Carl Anthony Towns is not coming to the Thunder is what is he at that point? The third leader on the team behind Shea Giddy. You probably put him behind Shea, not number two. Yeah. And I like I don't know. I think Giddy may 
ultimately be one of the more vocal leaders on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Kenrich. But another guy right. that yeah. another guy, Jay, that Poku. went to a Poku. dysfunctional <laughs> team. Definitely not Poku. Never lived up. One hundred percent not Poku. <laughs> not Poku. Is Wiggins. And now that Wiggins is on Golden State, mm-hmm. I was watching that game last night and mm-hmm. just thinking like that I respect that player so much more now. Yeah. On Golden I mean, State. I mean he's an all star starter. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But the, the even outside like, of he's that, he's making these plays that are they just make so much more sense. That's the point. Like that's, coaching, like coaching, that's, yeah. coaching that's culture. Yeah. But the other thing about Wiggins is the fact that he transitioned away from being the guy. Yeah, he wasn't the guy. He never was the guy. Like we figured that out pretty early on in his career in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and then they had to pay him like the guy because this is what happens with the guys you draft that are the number one pick or the guy you get traded. Yeah, he's just not the guy. And yeah. when he went, and now he's what the fourth, fifth best player. Uh, they're so freaking. So if you had to trade, all of if sudden, you had to trade Jordan Poole or or Wiggins, which one would you trade? Wiggins. Right. Oh my god. Clay, maybe Clay. I know he's the injury is such a big deal, but yeah. Clay's he's Clay. He's just such a nice luxury. And obviously, to Steph, have. And, Steph and Draymond, you yeah, wouldn't do. But like Clay now has gotten to the point with that team that anything Clay gives them is just, just bonus. Yeah. Now you you almost just like out of legacy alone can't trade him. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't. So I'm going to ask a question to all of you guys, just since we're talking about the playoffs. So if you look in the first round so far, everybody that's played, how they've played. Has your, like the Suns, Devin Booker's injured. Mm-hmm. They lost game two to the Pelicans. I think they'll rebound tonight, uh, and I think they'll beat the Pelicans. But if you kind of were going to reseed your opinion on what the future of this playoffs looks like, mm. is anybody kind of elevated themselves by the way they've played in this first round that makes you think, man, maybe with somebody else's injuries plus their way they're playing. Like, cause I think about that with the Warriors. I'm like, mm-hmm. the Warriors may have become the favorite in the West. And, yeah. and we kind of said that like the Warriors, it wouldn't be crazy shocking if they ended up in the finals. Yeah, no, I, it would not be. That's, that's who, that's who my wife, my picked. wife, my really wife. your wife picked golden state. So we, is there yeah. anybody else? Like what about Boston? Yeah, bo- but, but we said that too. High, yeah, people had a high uh, opinion of Boston. Yeah, Boston's great. Dallas is one that now with Booker going to mm-hmm. be out for a little while. Yeah, Luca's going to come back in this series against the Jazz, and they're going to they're going to beat the Jazz. Yeah, and they're going to he's going to be rested. Yeah, before this next series because this Pelican series, like the Pelicans, could get one more from them. Like I would be surprised if Utah got one more. You know. The it's, good thing about a longer series for Phoenix, because if they win it in six, it goes another week. Devin Booker's got one more week. You know, like it does good, create yeah. some space yeah. for him to it make does. it get right. It does. But, but man, then, a lingering hamstring. I was gonna it's the say, same thing with Luca. Like a lingering calf strain. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that Dallas is seeing is, you know what? Like we can beat the Jazz without Luca. Like don't even mm-hmm. play him. Mm-hmm. Even if he's well, which apparently he's getting close because he's doing warm ups and he's. You know, close. Bring him off the bench, yeah. and like almost don't, like do don't you even play him? Do you need him? It, no. Like if they're but if they're down by ten and like the yeah, third, throw quarter him out there, win the game, move on. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. That'll be, that'll be hilarious if they did that. Because I think this and, and the reason I bring that up is this is I don't remember a playoffs that had this much parity. No, I mean yeah, even look at the East. Like, how much do you believe in the 76ers right now? I believe in them way more than I did. <laughs> way more. A week ago. Yeah. They really look very functional. Super very... smart people were picking the Raptors to win this series. Yeah. yeah. 
And now Which, they're down that was, That may have been a little... Oh, people... Now we're looking at it and we're like, smart. maybe we overthought The Raptors Some of it's, are... I mean, Scotty Barnes is gone. Yeah. But the Raptors are the NBA smart guy team. Yeah. And they probably should be, right? Like, Nick Nurse is that guy. The they're way good. They like, that's a good, that's a good yeah. basketball team. That's good. But another team that is, I mean, the one seed in the East, the Heat, they're the one seed in the East. And had, nobody's paying attention had to Had terrible injuries all season. Still got the one seed in the East. Yeah. And they look good. Yeah. They're good. Also, the Hawks. Kaka. Kaka. I have a deep dive. Oh, hold on. I got I to gotta make yes. sure it's the right one. Oh, man. Okay. This nope. is fine. No, this, is that fine? Yes. Okay. Are you done? Sam Presti gave gave his little speech the other day, his interview. Two hours, three hours. Long it was a long. movie. It's a movie. The Sam Presti movie. Longer than, someone tweeted it's longer than the Batman. I don't two know hour, it was two hours and 13 minutes. I, don't I think sat there the whole time. Had However, pee. this is what I would tell you. He told a very nice story about the day of the Russell Westbrook trade. He's, you mm-hmm. know, in his feelings. He hears a ball dribbling. Mm-hmm. He goes and sees SGA late at night practicing. My position on this is that story is not true. Did not happen, at least the way he told it. I would like to try to convince you guys this. Listen. That is my plan. Interesting. One, I have photographical evidence. One, Shay. What? Shay posted a picture mm-hmm. on July 12th, 2019. He's still in California. <gasps> He's still in California. He posted it to Instagram. Still in California. The caption, no savage. Okay? You're telling me, oh, wait. Maybe that's an old picture that he's just posted from the days before. Uh-huh. Second piece of information that tells me that that story is not true. Mm-hmm. July 12th, 2019, the mm-hmm. day of the Russell Westbrook trade, is SGA's 21st birthday. Oh, there yeah. is a no way he is that it one, he's not having his birthday party in California where he lives, where all his friends are, and where his family is. Second, he is not going to be practicing late at night on his 21st birthday where he has places to be, things to do. Wow. That story is not true. Have I convinced you? Yes, you convinced me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of in now. Yeah, I don't think it's true. I don't think it's... Here's my only thing I would say is it doesn't have to be in... That could be a story that existed. No, it could be a story that existed, just not tied to the Russell Westbrook. I don't think it happened on that date. Yeah. I think it happened... The weeks. It after. seems almost impossible that it would happen on that day. It's just, it's just like too cute by half. Like, if you would have left out one piece of information, like, mm-hmm. oh, it was that week, and I heard that, I was still feeling, you know, let down by it. And it happened. <laughs> I would right. believe it, but this the way is... he told it, I was like, that's not true. Yeah, this is incredible, oh, man. This is, oh, this is your best. Dive. This, this is, is your best. Really a deep dive. Everything your checks out too. I see Andrew over here trying to fact and check I you. You're correct. Sure. Here's what I did. It's right. It's I right. went back and looked at the Thunder's tweets yeah. from that from that time period. Yeah. SGA's tweets from that time period. No reference. No reference 
to him already being there. Yeah. Mm. And um, I don't think it happened. If it did happen, do you feel better or worse about Shay that he's on his 21st birthday dribbling a basketball? Worse. Weird behavior. I don't like that. Worse. No, yeah. I don't want that. No. Weird behavior. No. Weirdo. Psycho behavior. So, okay. there it is. Didn't happen. Wow. Break, wow that was breaking good. news. That was really good. I know. All right. Wow. We'll, uh, we'll be right back after this quick break. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Can we trust Preston? And we're back after that quick break. <laughs> if he can lie about that, what, about else can that what else is he lying about? What else is he lying about? Now it's time for some Twitter questions. Nope. Yeah, I was like, when's it coming in? Sorry. Now it's time for some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. You've got questions and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. This is Twitter questions. Now let's get down to it. I, I cannot get over how you stumbled into the end of that because it no, does not make sense. It's like no. there's an extra measure in that song. It was great. 
Um, funny story. My kids come into my office all the time and put headphones on and listen to all the drops. They just love to come in here and they get on the mic and they're just messing around. They can all sing that song. <laughs> they all know the Twitter question song. They were both, Asher and Archie were in the backseat of the car the other day singing the Twitter question song. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it, really uh, it's very catchy. I've, I heard it, it twice and I knew the song. It's a job, good, it's a, it was it was a God thing, like God Luke thing. said last week. Came, just <laughs> came to thing. me. Um, let's do our first Twitter question. It comes from at Tank for Banchero, who says, with Shade and Sharp declaring, does it make you guys feel any better if we fall to six or seven again? Yeah, I mean, a, a deeper draft class is better for a team that is terrified it's going to fall <laughs> in the draft. No, 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 not terrified, certain. Certain. Yeah. Certain. Yeah. Yeah, because if you wind up at six or seven, you're probably going to get one of AJ Griffin or Shaden Sharp, and it's a not as awful consolation prize. Yeah, it's not horrible. It's not what you want. It's not the level of player that you want. But you, but those kind of players certainly fit a need with the Thunder. Shaden, to me, Shaden less than AJ Griffin. I feel like AJ Griffin's style of play fits the Thunder way better. Shaden is. I, I from what I've seen and what I've read, I'm I'm not sure how well he fits with this current crew of players or how many like we're McKelly and I are doing the Thunder After Dark NBA draft series and like part of what we're doing is like how many Thunder boxes does Shade and like do the, each player check? And I need to I need to do an L man style deep dive but how, to see how many the boxes hard part about that he actually Shane Jarvis, How do you do that by looking at high school film? It's more. I, th- I think it's more of talking to people yeah, that have, know him, that know his game. Because because with every other person, like I've got film on everybody f- for days, but with Shaden, you don't. Like you, you can watch his YouTube highlights, but like honestly, I, try, those, yeah, I did last night for a minute, and I was like, "This does nothing for." Wow, he can dunk the ball. That's here's great. all of here's all of his good plays. Like yes. I want to see his bad. I want to yeah, see mm-hmm. like, well, how does what does he do to mess up? Like how does how is he not good? Like where are his well, weaknesses? And I have plenty of opinions about AAU ball, but I don't know. It's hard to get a real good gauge on like, does he take plays off? Does he? What's his effort level yeah. on defense? Right. And, and that's what, like, one of the things that is also a good reminder about the draft process is, and Sam did talk about this, which whether or not it's true, who knows. Uh, but when Wiggins came and interviewed here last off season, when he was just, like, blown away. It was in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And just blown away by his, just the way he answered those questions. Like, it is more, for a guy like Shaden Sharp, any of the questions that we have about him, you know, it's the way he handled this whole transition thing has been weird and uh you know is that an indicator of a character or who knows i don't know but they're asking they don't just the good thing is sam presti doesn't evaluate talent based on youtube highlights (laughs) right they're gonna go and meet this guy they're gonna watch everything they're gonna talk to every they're gonna have him work out they're gonna without question all of those things and so that's it it's this is why you have to just trust their informed decision making, right? Yeah. Versus versus like, well, we really like Shaden because he's tall and he's long and he can potentially shoot. And he's Canadian. Yeah, and he's Canadian. Yeah. So anybody on that list that you are, I know you're doing this, and I don't want to spoil anything for for people who are subscribing or should subscribe to the no, Dream no. Team. But no, no, no. Anybody that is rising in your own personal 
bored or I'm not that falling? Far, I'm not that far okay. yet. Like I've watched, I've watched all these guys some, but I haven't watched all of them in like detail yet. So we'll get there. You're a big Keegan Murray guy. <laughs> big Keegan guy. I like guys named Keegan. Keegan's a fun name. I got a I got a friend that's named Keegan. Congratulations, really? he's a great guy, man. It's his last name. Uh, that's a Murray. great question. Myers took me a second. Sorry. Yeah. Keegan Keeganson. Yep. Hey Keegan guys, Keegle. let's move on to our next Twitter question. It hey, comes do from, the do the top one. Do the one that's at the top. I did. The one that's above Tayshon's factoid. Oh. oh, it comes from Aunt, I am Kev Kev Bot. Sorry, didn't see it. Who says, can you rank the Thunder roster in terms of trade potential? Obviously, it would probably would never trade SGA or Giddy, but I'm curious what you think other teams value our guys at in case of a trade-up scenario. Who's next in line, Dort? Yeah, so it's probably it's Shea. Mm-hmm. It's Josh. It's this year's draft pick mm-hmm. is next. <laughs> it's the Clippers pick next. It's uh, Rockets pick next um then probably dort yeah <laughs> right three three um three opportunities come before dort what about trey man trey man i don't know if if there's enough there to to match his actual value yet does that make yeah. sense he's still yeah. unknown enough yeah even though the potential of what we saw is like ooh mm-hmm. this could be great yeah. Now, do other teams feel that way about him? Right. That's as a Thunder fan, we Probably feel that not. way. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he was taken 18th in the draft. And that was, according to most people who we trust with the draft, like that was still a little bit of a reach. Than, yeah. However, 20, he's, 23, 27. he's proven the things that, oh, yeah. that people would want to see. And the thing is, like, every NBA team has like a body of work on Trey since he was probably 16 years old. Sickos. So. <laughs> so you um you have to factor that in too. But I, I if well, you had to trade if you if you had to trade one Trey or Dort, who would it be? Oh god. See this it's a tough question Dort. because I don't I'm just it, more excited about man at this point. It's the unknown. I mean, it's not fair. It's, like, a, it's also we the skill set Dort too. is. It's not an it, People forget that Lou Dort averaged 17 points per game this year. Oh, definitely. And also people forget he scored 30 in a game seven of a playoff game. Yeah. As well, a rookie. Yeah, well, that's insane. An unsigned gotten, free agent and, rookie or an undrafted free agent. He's gotten way better since then, too. Because the yeah. only reason he scored 30 is because he, he will take open shots. Yeah, Like, Dort will take open shots. And they left him wide open. They're like, Lou Dort, God bless you if you beat us. You yeah. know? But he didn't. And... You know, I love Dort though. I do think we've, I do think there's part of us that has like kind of moved on or gotten bored by Dort. Yes, I think that's, I think that's right. I would say Dort over Trey. Yeah. Just because I think that you, you think about this year's playoffs, you could plug Lou Dort on every single team in this playoffs. Totally. Yeah. Like, the, would Trey play on any playoff team? That's a good question. Like, would any team bring him on right now and say, hey, we need you to play 15 minutes? Like, I just feel like the answer is no. You know what team does make me, like, Trey Man in my head fits on the Mavs? But I think it's because the Mavs always have that guy. I was going to say, he's he is kind of a Mav. Yeah. I'm you sure know. the Bucks would take him now. 
Yeah, but would they play him? I just I mean, don't know. I don't I feel know. Like they they're played Bryn Forbes. Desperate. Yeah. Huh? They played Bryn Forbes. Well, Middleton. How long I know, but like now? he's a vet. Yeah. He's out at least for games three and four, probably longer. Yeah. That's a game changer for the playoffs. By the way. It's a big one. It's a big one. Listen to uh, Slam Jam tomorrow. Uh, Nakias Duncan from basketballnews.com is going to come on and discuss all this stuff. Should be fun. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter Did we answer that whole question? question? I felt like we did. I think we kind of yeah, were trying who, not who to. trade rank people. Is there anybody else that has no. that would have value? Kenrich. Kenrich, for sure. Yeah, Kenrich. And probably Mascala. Yeah, Mascala. What that value is, I would say. Second. Yeah. yeah. You could get maybe a late first for Kenrich. You could get a second for Mascala. Okay, then let's. This is a good opportunity to talk about Poku. How much value does Poku have on the trade market? It's not a lot. I wouldn't say none. He's not going to get you a draft pick. What team is he playing on? I don't know. None. I don't know what. I don't know what other teams think about about him. I'm not saying you're going to get. A I can't pick. imagine that they think much differently than most of us. Where it's like, well, there's something there. Yeah. Who knows if it'll ever be but it's discovered. Like, unless you're the team that drafts him, why would you why would you uh put that much into his development? Well, so yeah. one of the things to at least be fair about in that evaluation is the fact that Oklahoma City was not the only team that was gonna potentially draft Poku in the top twenty. Yeah, right? they wouldn't have traded up. You know. So but you don't trade for a guy like you draft a guy like that, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like you trade for a guy like that. No. Yeah, you waited so. you waited out. Yeah. You see if if maybe after his fourth year is done and then you can yeah. give it a whirl. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't trade for him. I agree with that. And then everybody else is just like there's like interesting guys on the team, but there's nobody with real value. I mean like V. Kretchy and Roby and Ty Jerome and even like maybe Aaron Wiggins is a guy that could get you a second just because he's kind of an interesting wing, but probably not. Mm. I mean, Jeremiah. Yeah, it's too early for guys like that. It feels like. Yeah, and with JRE, is he was injured for such a large part of the season where I think people forget about him too. Although NBA teams aren't yeah. going to do that. Like, hey, we know who this guy is. It's just going to be. Yeah, it's going to be at least interesting to see how many of these players we've talked about the last two years are just not going to matter at all. Well, and and not going to be on the team. Yeah, Yeah. it's just not even going to be. We're going to realize, man, we probably spent way too much time talking. They don't have any roster spots for a lot of these guys. Yeah, we're going to. I mean, if they draft four guys, four of the guys that we've talked about all season are just going to be. Yeah, gone. Well, and the thing about as I'm processing this question is the thing about Wiggins and JRE is every team had a chance to draft them. So did they do enough in this season to make them passing up on them in the draft, something that they wish they didn't. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they've all been evaluated. They've evaluated all of these guys. Mm -hmm. Now, did they perform on the NBA level better than they were evaluated to? I think Wiggins, we would definitely say that JRE is an unknown. I think, Early on, we were all pretty excited about what he did and what yeah. he brought. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still would land. I, I like both of those guys, actually. I like all four of the guys they drafted last year. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if they, I think it's too early for any of them to have really any sort of trade value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't. I think you're right. They didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's also it's it's early, but it's not too early to 
to up your trade value from where you were drafted. Like Herb Jones, yeah. if they put Herb mm-hmm. Jones right. out oh, there, question. he would get a first-round pick yeah. right now. Yeah. So, But you have to show something you have to different be, than where you were, right? Like, right. Yeah. I think that people would say, like, yeah, 32nd pick was just fine for, for Jeremiah. And I think the distinction as well is the fact that Herb Jones is doing it in a lot of games that significantly matter. Right. Right? Versus... I think we've talked about it. Is this good stats, bad team kind of guys? And and could that be what Wiggins was? JRE? Like, yeah, I, I you think don't know. At least, I think people at least are going to evaluate it through that lens. Yeah, I think that's right. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Bangelope, who says she's going to the zoo today for her daughter's field trip. It reminds her of when she was little and got to sleep over at the Phoenix Zoo when she was small. What's your favorite field trip you ever took? Easily, my favorite field trip was in college when we went on that charter bus for, what was that class called? Was it geography or geology? I don't know. Are we talking about the same one? Yeah, yeah, where we went all over the state of Oklahoma Yes, on a charter bus Uh and went to, we we left at like 6 a.m. and didn't get back to Stillwater until like 7 or 8 o'clock at night. But we went to... Like the mountains in Oklahoma, yeah. the desert in Oklahoma, the caves in Oklahoma. Yeah. It was easily the most fun field trip and ever. The, the best part of that was someone filled out all the answers because <laughs> you're there the whole day having to fill out this thing that you get a grade for. It. And someone yeah. just passed back thing that just had all the answers on them and pass it back. And they were just like... Yeah. Amazing. It's great. It was wonderful. I don't... I remember it being fun, but I don't remember anything about it. You don't? <laughs> no. It's very really. fun. Robbie, I remember it being fun. Robbie Spencer was there. Who else was on See, that? See, the thing I'm afraid about this is I think there were two separate trips, and you went on the first, and I, I went on the second. Robbie and I went on the and first one. everyone yeah, was yeah, on yeah. the first, and yes. no one was on the second with me, yeah, and it was should. me and like no one. Yeah, pretty rude, I think Luke. that is... That's right. Yeah. Yes. And so I heard about right. how fun it was from you guys. We went, had an yeah. awesome time. I think Robert Riggs was there too. Yeah. yeah. We had an amazing time. Yeah. All you really of you missed guys. out. Yeah. Luke. You really. Missed Luke's out. favorite part was getting all the answers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just not. That was not mine. It was not my favorite one because all of you guys weren't there. What was I yours? Didn't have any friends? <laughs> um, I remember I stayed the night at the Omniplex once when I was really little, but I. W- but I woke up in the middle of the night and didn't know where I was. It was oh, very scary. That's a terrifying. Yeah. Place that was not to it. Sleep. In uh, middle school, I went on similar like Oklahoma trips to like Great Salt Plains and like caverns, wherever those are. Yeah, and that was really fun. There was no. There was like one teacher for like thirty kids, and it was like not very well supervised. Yeah, and it was very fun. One of the kids drove the bus. <laughs> From the middle school to like forgot his wallet, oh, and the guy yeah. was like, "Here are the key." The teacher was like, "Here are the keys," and yeah. the person took the bus, drove to his house, got his wallet, drove back. I was on the bus with him. They just let him. It was it was dangerous. Different times. Man. It was fun. Dangerous. 
I was gonna say like yeah, even was... this story that Penny brings up, like there's no way kids are staying at the zoo anymore overnight or at Omniplex or whatever. Like they do have that for Omniplex, I think. They do. You can just make that MTV videos all night. You'd have to have wild thing. So That's the many, only song. You'd have to have a lot of volunteers. <laughs> you'd have yeah. to have. You'd have to have at least one for every two kids. No, there, there's actual ratios out there. It's like one for five, or yeah, one depending on age, it can be yeah. one. It can be one. To well, ten. Who's who's setting these ratios? Yeah. Well, there's a thing called Safe Sanctuary that we use at our with our CDO, and oh. anyway, oh. so and that made sanctuary. Just, that could just be a Methodist thing, to be honest. But I know that there are schools have that too. Safe kids, form, yeah. safe kids, yeah. So I don't remember a ton of. I mean, we did the stereotypical ones where we went to the Omniplex, we went to or the Science Museum. Went to the zoo, yeah. But I don't, I don't remember many of them. We'd go to like pl- like ranches and stuff and play. That's yeah, all Del Rancho. Yeah, Del Rancho and eat steak sandwiches. <laughs> Place is good. On that same on that same trip that I was talking about, I yeah. bought this. We stopped at like a gas station. And all got candy and stuff. Uh huh. And I got this candy that was like a jet, like a red gel that was in a tube, and you just squeezed it out, and it was candy. Juicy drop pop. I don't know what it was called. But Juicy. what I did was I stuck it out the window and just squeezed it all out. <laughs> and if you've been in a bus and you do that, the air sucks it out, but the, all the windows are open, so it sucks it in. back in. Yeah. And so I looked <laughs> behind me, and there's this kid just going like, ugh. And all of it went all over his head. Oh, face. no. Uh-huh. I had a very similar situation happen on a road trip with my family. I... I was feeling really sick, and so I was just holding my spit in my mouth, just oh, pooling it in my mouth, no. and I was going to spit it out the window. We're on the highway. I spit it out the window. It is it is a, I don't know, nine ounces of spit. I spit it out. And my nine sp- ounces of spit? <laughs> that is a lot. I, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I spit it out, and it just immediately just Comes out back. right yeah. back in all over my sister's face. Just... <laughs> Oh, and she's back there just... Uh, that makes me want to throw up. Yeah, it's bad. That's how, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> On those trips, I was so jealous of the of the guys that brought their Game Boys and Pokemon. <laughs> I got so much good Pokemon playing in. Uh, all, right. all right, let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Tyler K. Field, who wants to know, draft lotto party next month? We will have one. We're trying to iron down details, iron out details. Iron on details. Iron around through. We're letting the iron go right through the okay. fabric. Whoa, now that's hot. Are you, do you iron? Do you iron? I mean, you have to. I, it's one God. of my least favorite things so to there, do. There ever. are people that love to iron, you know. Yeah, we bought a, uh, I, I have yeah. a, I have a steamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it doesn't, it's not quite the same. It doesn't work like you it can, want it It to can work, work out. It can work out some wrinkles, but it's yeah. not going to press it the way an iron can. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. not the same. Mm-hmm. I just throw it in the uh, dryer. Doesn't work. Yeah, that it works sense. some. If it you put it you in the dryer with a wet towel, it, you works. Need the humidity. it just depends what you're doing. Like if you need a pressed right, like right. button, that's true. You can't dryer doesn't do or like slacks. To. Slacks. Trying to get that line. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get that. Is line. the line in or out? It's out. Because it's out. It's out. It's I definitely out. took. I took a pair of slacks for Easter to the dry cleaner, and they pressed a line in. I was like, why? I do feel like for Easter attire, line is in. 
I wore white pants on Easter. You got it. Did you really? Four, wow. Oh, that's the only time I wore them for one hour. Put them right back on the hanger, and I was like, I will wear these again next Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I put a. I, will ruin them. I took a like a. I accidentally like I grabbed up all my clothes and took them to the dry cleaners, and I accidentally took a pair of like shorts, mm-hmm. like athletic shorts. They pressed the line into it. <laughs> it's your athletic shorts. It's the, like, it was the nicest pair of gym shorts I've ever put wow. on. Like, phenomenal. But uh, they'll do it if you if you take it there. So. Do a very proper workout. I got to go. Uh, last question. that you, 30? Yeah. Comes from at so dang close. Who says, since there's almost no way OKC uses all of their picks, what do you see being a more likely use of the Thunder Draft chest? Moving up for a top three pick or waiting till competitive to go all in for a star? The, the beauty of the draft war chest is that you can do both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's, they have enough to be able to trade for a lot of players and move up in the draft. I mean, the hope, you really hope that they can move up in the draft. <laughs> This year, if they don't get lucky, Ugh. I mean, the real hope is they get lucky. The second is that they have the ability to move up in the draft because it's not just dependent on how many picks you have. It's dependent on whether a team would want to trade the pick for multiple assets. And like, not every year is that a thing. Last year, it wasn't a thing. I think a sliver of hope in that is that this year it could be a thing. Because there's such a uncertainty about who values whom, I don't yeah. know which one is the correct use of whom whom values whom uh, those top four picks like if Houston doesn't like Chet and they get number one yeah like is there a chance that you could utilize some of that to move up give them yeah. back their next you know the pick that they have mm-hmm. and that depends on how Oklahoma City values these guys like what's their big board look like and so I think that it's just so unlikely in a majority of like. So next year, if it's Wimbenyana, right? This guy that everybody is assuming is the number one draft pick. Uh, people aren't going to give that up for right for yeah, your anything. protected first round. Now, if you start getting wild and start unprotecting, but when does Sam ever do that? It, I mean, maybe you do that for one of those players where you just believe that we're going to be at least in the back half of the lottery. You know, if not you know, in the playoffs, if you, if you, I mean, even so, if whoever gets the number one pick next year, if you're like, Hey, we'll give you three unprotected first round picks and giddy for the number one pick. They might just say, I mean, they'll probably just say, no, like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to trade the potential of, of a this generational guy, guy for yeah. what could be three. Yeah. Number 15 picks or whatever. Yeah. Or worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like the Suns. Like, I don't think, I mean, Sam wasn't, su- I'm assuming Sam isn't really counting on the Sun, wasn't counting on the Suns pick being something, but I don't think he would foresee that it would be the last pick of the first round when he traded that. Yeah, I don't think Chris so. Paul for it. I don't think so. You know, you're maybe hoping it's in the 20s or 15, you're the yeah, teens, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was thinking like the 22nd pick or something like that. But at the same time, you aren't planning for this year's Clippers pick to be 12. You just don't know. You don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Miffed? Miffed, 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 and peeved. I got so many bad looks from old ladies yesterday. I don't know mm. what the deal was yesterday, but there's a certain look or a, a two that old ladies give you when they're annoyed, you know, and they're almost kind of shocked. You know, they looked at they look at you like, I'm so shocked that you made me feel annoyed mm. right now. Mm. 
I was just terribly annoyed. I in the car, just old ladies looking at me weird. I don't know what the what deal were you was. Doing? What? I have no were idea. Were you wearing something weird? No. I was just wearing normal clothes. I don't know what the deal was. Old ladies were just Hmm. something off their rocker yesterday. Would be offensive. It was anything. It was on the phone. It was in emails. It was out in the car. I don't know what my deal was, but I swear, if an old lady does that today, I'm gonna really shock them. I'm gonna punch them in the face. I'm gonna give it to them. (laughs) Thanks for listening to our podcast. (laughs) 